This episode of Couch Potatoes Unite! Exclamation point is sponsored by Blue Bridge Games. For the games and gifts you won't find anywhere else, head to Grand Rapids, Michigan's friendliest local game store, Blue Bridge Games. Blue Bridge Games carries an extensive line of board games, card games, role-playing tabletop games, Magic the Gathering, and more. Stop into their storefront on East Fulton or shop with them online at bluebridgegames.com. You say you want to watch a drama. You say you want to watch a comedy. Well, you can watch it with your mama. Or you can watch it with your daddy. You'll even sit and watch it with your middle schooler. So you can come and talk around our water cooler. We're watching all day and all night. Couch Potatoes Unite. Whoa, whoa. Couch Potatoes Unite. Whoa. a brand new mini-sode of the podcast entitled Couch Potatoes Unite! Exclamation point, which is based on a blog of the same name because this podcast has grown just enough for us to think you might actually want to know a little bit about the team of tuber, I mean tubular, couch potatoes that make up Couch Potatoes Unite! Exclamation point! Foreshadowing! My name is Kylie and I love TV. If you feel the same, keep listening and or checking out our website, couchpotatoesunite.wordpress.com, as you're bound to find some common ground or something you like. For Couch Potatoes Unite, we're all about the wonders and unique long-form storytelling of the small screen. CPU, exclamation point, hopes you've been following releases of brand new episodes of the podcast on Wednesdays, as well as new blog entries on some Tuesdays. And as always, we have several more new episodes on the way. Because the panels and I live lives behind our podcast, the episodes are published once per week. Subscribe to the website or podcast via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and Amazon Music, basically wherever you get your podcasts, to stay on top of brand new episodes. Episodes already published discuss a variety of shows around the water cooler, including, but not limited to, Stranger Things, iZombie, The Good Place, Game of Thrones, Grace and Frankie, Mr. Robot, Riverdale, Altered Carbon, The Orville, Outlander, Westworld, Fuller House, Schitt's Creek, and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Plus, new episodes are in the works, including revisits for Doctor Who, The Hundred, The Crown, Supernatural, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, This Is Us, Charmed, The American Horror Story Franchise Series Panel, new name, will talk about Season 1 of American Horror Stories, the DCTU Series Panel will talk Season 4 of Black Lightning, the Breaking Better Series Panel will discuss Seasons 1 and 2 of Better Call Saul, the Good Doctor Catching Up Series will talk Season 2, and the Star Trek 50 Plus Series will discuss Season 1 of Deep Space Nine. We'll be launching new panels covering Call the Midwife, The Animaniacs, Killing Eve, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, American Gods, Grey's Anatomy, Cobra Kai, Peaky Blinders, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, A Discovery of Witches, and The Hauntings of Hill House and Blind Manor. And because we look back at shows now past, we'll travel through time and experience all sorts of identities with Quantum Leap. We'll thank the Golden Girls for being friends. We'll cry Bazinga for Big Bang Theory. We'll dive deep into the fantasy world of the magicians. We'll navigate the witty political satire of parks and recreation. We'll become psychos for psych. We'll go where everybody knows your name with cheers. We hope you'll be listening when we talk about Frasier. And we'll know that's what she said when we talk about The Office, both from the UK and the USA. By the way, 
way, did you know that CPU also from time to time goes live? We've been live from bunkers, comedy shows, comic cons, and game stores. Plus, we're planning more live appearances and other cool stuff, including in whatever we're calling these times. So make sure you like or follow us at our Facebook page, our Twitter at CPU Podcast, our Instagram at Couch Potatoes Unite, or subscribe to the website, our YouTube channel, our Apple iTunes channel, our Stitcher Radio channel, or find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. In the meantime, if you don't hear a show in this podcast format, fellow panelists and I still write reviews and we always seek new panelists. So if you have any interest in joining the discussion, say hello by finding us at any of the outlets I've mentioned. At the very least, stop by and leave us a thumbs up, comment, or review. We like feedback, and who knows, someday you could be part of our potato profiles too. To that end, Chief Couch Potato and main moderator Kylie here. Today we continue one of our ongoing features on CPU, exclamation point. Our humble little podcast from Grand Rapids, Michigan has been going for six years, believe it or not. And as always, we'll be covering many more shows and introducing many more panels as time progresses. Yet have you ever wondered who the people are behind the first names and voices you hear on this podcast? Well, frequent panelist and moderator Sarah thought you might because she listens to lots of podcasts and enjoys hearing about the personalities behind those podcasts, and so she thought you might feel the same about the so-called United Couch Potatoes. That's us, by the way, the United Couch Potatoes. Okay. I guess it's pretty lucky then that today, as we continue our feature called On the Couch With, wherein you'll be learning a bit more about those of us here at Couch Potatoes Unite, this seventh panelist profile will feature our third most frequent and involved panelist and one of our moderator team, the self-same Sarah, interviewing our fourth most involved panelist currently, as it has changed quite a bit since we last published one of these, another member of our moderator team, and our alleged token Brit or Limey, depending upon the day, Spencer, with some probing existential questions about his TV-watching tastes. Remember, the interviewees in this feature do not receive the questions in advance. It's mostly spontaneous chatterboxing on the couch full of TV watchers, and we hope you enjoy it. So here comes the interview. After all, fate might shake us, but our roots run deep, and we have love to water them. Hi, Spencer. How are hey, you? Hey, how are you, Sarah? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Got a couple questions that are not like my interesting questions, but I just want to lay out some information for our listeners. So my first question is, how do you watch your television? Do you have cable? Do you stream? Do you buy DVDs? I haven't what bought any think? DVDs in a very long time. The majority of what I watch now is done through streaming, but I do still have cable for various shows that my wife Kristen and I like to watch, uh, a fair amount of cooking shows and things. But yeah, the majority of it now, at least the stuff that we talk about on the podcast, I watch via streaming services. Okay. Remind us some of the panels you're on. So I've been on all of the DCTU, which was the CW shows, all of the DC comic book shows there. Some of the Marvel ones that were done on Netflix. Let's see, Downton Abbey, some look back shows. Currently, I am doing, hmm, might need Kylie to interject with some reminders on those. I've done Sherlock. Anything English that I've watched, I try to get on the panel. There's some other panels that are coming up. I moderated Altered Carbon. There's, there's just so much. Yeah. So for our listeners, they can probably hear that you are from Great Britain, but you have lived in the States for how long now? I just celebrated my 28th anniversary of moving to the United States. Oh my gosh. So you, but you are still an avid watcher of all 
British television, right? You like a lot of yeah, a lot of English TV. I do still enjoy watching. In fact, I just concluded watching a show which was available on Amazon Prime, the first four seasons anyway, called Line of Duty, which started in I believe 2013 and just concluded its sixth season. And is looking like it's there's a high demand at least in England for a seventh season, which is actually quite unusual for an English show. They generally like to do five, six episode seasons, and each season there'd be three to four. So the fact that this one looks like it might go to a season seven is pretty impressive, and it's a very good show for anybody who wants to look it up. What was it called? Say it again. Line of what Duty. Line of Duty. Line of Duty. It's based around an internal affairs unit in the British police force. Oh, okay. I might check that out. I do watch another British procedural, but it's not. It's Death in Paradise. Did you watch that one at all? I haven't heard of that one. Oh, who's in it? Nick Wirtz. Of course, you had to ask that. I don't remember the name of the main. So it's about a guy that moves to an island, and he's like the only inspector there. And I don't remember the guy from the first couple seasons, but the second. He left, and then a different guy took over, and his name is Chris something, and I'm lo- I of course I can't think of it, but he was in the movie Love Actually, That's and a good he movie. he played Colin, the guy that goes to America to meet all the women. He was that. Oh, was okay, that. yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. There, I'll, I'll give it a look because yeah. I'm always looking for new British shows that I haven't seen yet, and if the first episode interests me, I'll carry on with it. I think it's a Netflix show. Okay, okay. on to some of the more. Fun question. So you are on a desert island, but don't panic. You have lots of food and unlimited electricity, but you only have one hour-long series and one half-hour series. (laughs) You got to pick them. But keep in mind, you have the whole series of them. So, and it can be comedies, dramas, whatever you like, but you Mm. only get to pick one of each. So what what did you take with you? So I just re-watched the NBC show with Zachary Levy, Chuck, which I found absolutely delightful. So I'll pick that for my hour-long show. Hopefully I'm not on the desert island for too long because it's only about five seasons and, you know, you can only re-watch something so many times. For a half-hour show, it would probably be something like The Office or Friends or something in that vein, the short half-hour situational comedies but the better stuff like those now to clarify are you talking about the american office or the british version probably the american office because there's more episodes i really enjoyed the darkness of the the british office a little bit more but it it was a much shorter series quite honestly anything with ricky gavase is hilarious he's got some great ones too and i cannot Mm -hmm. think of the names of them but there's the gentleman with the cotton Impairment. Yeah, and he works yeah that in the one is really world. good. That is called, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it Derek, is very, Derek. very good. Derek, yes. And then he's also got the one, yeah, Afterlife, is it? The Afterlife, one where his so wife, good. His wife has just passed. Wife. Oh my God, that show is absolutely rip-roaring hilarious. But if you're not a fan of the bluer language, you do not want to watch that show. It, it's also very sad, though, too. Oh, I it mean, is. It's, like it's some point. of the best character work I've seen from an actor in a long time. Yeah. Well, you often podcast with your lovely wife, Kristen, who you mentioned. I did. Tell mm-hmm. us if there's a show that you introduced to her that she ended up loving, and if there's one that she introduced to you that you ended up loving. Kristen didn't actually even own a TV when we met. 
So she did not watch a lot of stuff at all, seriously. So I actually introduced her to Downton Abbey, which we, and that was at my mother's recommendation. You know, I said, well, good English shows are out right now that you know we could watch together. And she suggested that. And right away, we were very much into that one. And then we picked up The Crown together for the same reason. But you know, other than that, it's mostly stuff that we wouldn't cover on the podcast. A lot of cooking shows because we are very much into, I guess you'd use the term foodies. So we, we really love to learn new ways of cooking, new techniques, new dishes, that kind of thing. I just watched Crime Scene Kitchen. This is reality. Was, Sorry, other No, people. but I, I watched that as well. We watched probably the first half. We haven't watched the second half yet, but it was quite enjoyable. It's so good. And, and I'm an avid baker and so is my mom. And we were like, okay. we would not figure this out. We would not have figured this out. So. That's a good one. If, if I'm a big fan of Joel McHale. I like Joel McHale yeah. a lot. He's so funny. He's so funny. He really is. He's, he's got that really sharp sense of humor. Well, okay, speaking of food, you get to have dinner with three characters from all of the history of television. The characters, not the actors. So who do you choose and why? Hmm. Wow. These are challenging questions, Sarah. I know. Hawkeye Pierce from MASH. Because I love his sense of humor. Thinking back to something from my childhood, Tom Baker's Doctor Who, just because I loved the quirkiness and he will always be the Doctor Who that I relate to. And a third one, I would love to sit and have a chat with Ted Lasso. That show is my new favorite show and his character is just so warm and wonderful and I'd probably try and squeeze a fourth person in there and have a bit of Roy Kent from the show as well, because he's just delightful. I have not watched that show yet, but it is on my list because it looks so good. And I love Jason Tadakis. Like his it, comedy is. Great. It is one of the most brilliantly written comedies that I have seen in a very, very long time. The depth of character across the board, every character on the show, there's no throwaway characters. It's just incredible that they've managed to put all of these layers into these characters. And the the messaging in there is always very positive. They find the good in everybody. It, it just really is really, really wonderful. And TV Guide rated it number two out of 100 shows currently on television to watch. Would you say that's probably your favorite thing that's airing right now? Is that like your current favorite yes between that and titans on hbo max okay. two completely different genres talking. yeah well you need funny and yeah the balance it out you watch a ton of superhero shows yes i do do you have a favorite of the superhero shows that you've seen at the moment, I'm I'm thinking Titans is the best thing out of the DC universe, and I was a huge fan of the Punisher in the Marvel universe on Netflix, along with Daredevil. But the Punisher was probably my favorite. It's an anti-hero; you can really you can feel for him, and the the level of interest for me in the superhero shows is quite often generated by the quality of the villain. If you don't have a good villain, you don't have a good show. And currently. Titans is doing a fantastic job in season three with that. And the Punisher seems to do it all the way through. Is there like a franchise from, I guess it could be Marvel or DC that you want them to make into a show? Cause they're doing a lot of new like shows mm -hmm. right now. Is there one that you're like, please do this one. Yeah. And I think this would probably be no surprise to anyone who is a fan of the DC universe. We need a solid Batman show. A proper dark night, not 
cartoonish like the 70s Adam West, something that's darker, something that literally lives in the shadows and really goes to the source material of Batman. Who is your pick to play the part? Or do you mm. want to play it? No, I, would, I wouldn't be able to play it. My, my accent's completely wrong. <laughs> and my belly's a little too big for the suit at this point. <laughs> you know, I would like to actually see somebody that you don't know, a fresh face, and start the season, the, the series out at the point where Bruce takes up the mantle of Batman. So right after he's kind of completed his training and he's decided to become the Bat, that way you can have a new kind of unknown actor. You might have seen him background work somewhere or something, but that way the, the actor is not taking away from the role. The actor is growing with the role at the same time. It's always a distraction when you have somebody really, really big, like George Clooney playing Batman in the films just never made sense to me. It's, well, it's George Clooney. Well, yeah, it's George Clooney. So that's all I'm seeing. I'm not seeing Batman. I'm seeing George Clooney in a Batman suit. That just wasn't as as good as that could be. Well, he did apologize. For his <laughs> I, think, I think the scriptwriter and the director have as much apologies to do on that as anybody else. Right. Right. That's kind of the end of my questions. But you guys, whoever's going to write this Batman, if you need a consulting producer, Spencer is available. So tweet and, at us. And, and call Kevin Smith as well. I mean, Kevin Smith is comic book man. Okay. Well, he doesn't need the work, though. Does he? <laughs> I, no, but I think he would keep them on track. Yeah, that's true. So you have heard it here first. We're going for a Batman show. That's our... That's our goal. Oh, I'd love it. All right. Thanks for hanging out, Spencer, and, and sharing all of your TV preferences with us. And we'll talk to everybody soon. Hey, thanks. That was a lot of fun. In our next On the Couch with feature, Spencer will return as interviewer to pose questions to our seventh, currently, most frequent and involved panelist, as well as our resident comic book expert, Kyle. So until next time, until next episode, new episodes are published every Wednesday. Keep listening. Keep watching. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.